there are three rules for writing a novel. Unfortunately, no one knows what they are. W. Somerset Mom. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hole. And I'm Leesis. We are talking about a big question today. How to be a writer. It encompasses so much. So today we're mostly talking about the culture of being a writer. That includes writing workshops and writing retreats and finding an agent, what an agent does, and maybe some of the tools that are popular for the writing. So how do you be a writer? Right. It's simple. But there are things that can help you write better. One thing that somebody getting into the hobby or into the profession may be wondering is what is with all the retreats, the conferences, the workshops? Do they matter? And I would say it's kind of a double-edged sword. There is so much learning to be done. So if you're going to a writer's conference just for the hope of pitching to an agent, then you might not be going for the right reason. You might not get as much out of it as you could. Almost nobody goes to a writing conference and gets picked up by an agent their first time. So what is the difference between a retreat, a conference, and a workshop? My favorite is going to be the retreat. That's when I get to hide in a hole and write for a week straight. This last year, Aspen House held our first writing retreat, and it was a great opportunity. We went up to the mountains away from internet and distractions and just spent time writing and talking about writing and doing what we could to improve our skills and focus on what we love to do. A writing conference is different than a retreat in the fact that usually it is a networking opportunity and a learning opportunity. A lot of writing conferences will be split into genres. This is the type of environment when you see your favorite author giving a talk on YouTube, it's probably at a writing conference. The keynote speaker for the last writing conference I went to was my favorite author, Ted Decker. And that's actually was the selling point for me going because, oh, Ted Decker is talking. But I also got to meet with several agents, meet with several publishing companies, meet a lot of authors in my genre and explore the genre and learn from the professionals in the industry about the genre. And a lot of conferences will have workshops at them, but it's not the same thing. Yeah, I would say the main difference between a workshop and the other options here is that you are giving back into it. You are asking those questions and being able to learn in almost a classroom type environment as compared to a stage and a lecture. It's that difference between a college lecture and a college lab class. Yes. Another question that a lot of new writers have, especially the ones that are looking to get published, is... How do you find a publisher? How do you find an agent? One of the easiest ways to get discovered is that writing conference. That's one of the main cells for writing conferences. You're not going to get picked up your first time there, but it's that opportunity to network, to make the contacts, to get known to the people who attend them. One of the things that every publisher and as far as I know, every agent that I've ever spoken with, one of the first questions they ask is, have you finished the book? 
So my first advice to you, the listener, if you're looking to get published or find an agent, finish the bloody book. Finish it first. If you are Richard Castle and you've published 30 books in the genre before and you're approaching a new publisher for whatever reason, saying, I have this concept for a book, then you might be able to get money from them in order to write the book. But if you've never been published before, don't get your hopes up. Yeah, that is not likely going to happen for a new author. So once you've finished the book, what can you do after that? You will hear a lot of talk about query letters, often querying either an agent or a publisher. An agent will represent you to the publisher. The publisher will actually take the manuscript and jazz hands it and then publish it. So in order to sell the concept of your book to either of these people, you're writing a query letter. One of your best bets to get their attention is to time it right. There are seasons for publishing. You're probably not going to want to send your letter right after NaNoWriMo because everybody is going to be sending their letter right after NaNoWriMo. And even if they're not involved in the writing world and they don't know what NaNoWriMo is, their New Year's resolution will be to be a published author. So submitting anything in January or even early February will get lost in the mix super easily. So a good time period is between March and July. Yeah, a lot of authors will meet with publishers or or agents over the summer. That's when most of your writing conferences are. And so if you can catch them before they start talking with all these other authors, then you're best off. So that sweet spot is going to be March to July. Another suggestion for if you're looking for a publisher is find one that you already know of. Find one that publishes books that you like to read. So if I were to attempt to try to traditionally publish something, I would probably go to Tor Books because they're the ones that mostly publish Brandon Sanderson's books. And they focus on the fantasy, they focus on the sci-fi, and that's what I write in. So Stephen King is not likely to publish through Scholastic? (laughs) Finding a publisher that suits your style is equivalent of finding a movie producer that suits your story. Michael Bay is going to be different than Jerry Bruckheimer, who's going to be different than Quentin Tarantino. They all have very different styles, even though they're all usually doing action. The same goes for the publishing world. Find the genre that suits you. And often, if you look across your bookshelf, look at the ones that you have the most of. They're generally going to be your best bet. If you're looking to get to a publisher, something that can really help, though is not necessary, is having an agent. Someone who can be that liaison for you. An agent will have their foot in the door with a lot of places, which is why they tend to represent the same style of people. An agent will also help you negotiate a better rate with the traditional publisher. If you have somebody who is interested in representing you for a fee, that should be a big red flag because they will take a percentage of what they've negotiated for you. If they don't sell a book, then they don't get paid. So agents are very helpful because they have those network connections already. Publishing, just like a lot of jobs out there, require knowing someone. And in this case, if you have an agent, you know someone who knows someone. 
and that is worth its weight in gold. That can be the difference between being a bestseller and still selling out of your trunk. But before you take any of these steps, one thing you have to consider, what type of publishing is going to be better for you? Is it going to be better that you try to traditionally publish or self-publish? We're going to answer that question in two episodes. We will address the differences between traditional and self-publishing and maybe help you get some ideas about what works for you. There is no right or wrong way to do this. It's about you and your style. So the final question that we're going to talk about is what programs to use while you write? What programs should I be using? This is applying to using a computer to write and typing it up. Really? Whatever you can find. My pastor gets this question all the time. It's like, which is the best translation of the Bible? And his answer is inevitably the one that you read. It doesn't matter so long as it's not stopping your pursuit of your goals. I use Google Docs because it's free and I can access my stuff anywhere. I tend to start with LibreOffice when I'm typing it from pen and paper to the screen because I don't need to have internet connection for that, which is beautiful. And then during the editing phase, I move it to Google Docs. And seeing it in a different format helps me see the text differently, and it also allows me to share it with my editor. And gives me the resources that I need to make changes as suggestions and leave comments for her along the way. So really, it depends what works for you and your editor. That's what matters. I saw somebody post that they paid an editor to go through and edit their book, and literally all they did was run it through Grammarly oh. and hit accept on everything. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, I wanted to reach through the computer and hug them and, and cry with them. Can I find that editor and... We shouldn't say that on the Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Send me the name of any editor that tries to do that and I will take care of them. (laughs) (laughs) They won't be a problem anymore. (laughs) But some popular tools to help you recognize passive voice or ending a sentence in a preposition or any of these things that you want to avoid, some popular tools are Grammarly and Scrivener. So if you find yourself questioning as you're writing and it's stopping you from writing, Maybe consider trying a free trial for one of those programs. Or do your research, ask your other writer friends what they use. Word of caution with this one. Google Docs has just started doing a grammar check suggestion, like they have their spell check. They have a little blue line that says this grammar might be wrong. 90% of the times I encounter that, it's a wrong suggestion. So if you are using any of these programs, They're supposed to be helping you with grammar. I really hope that you aren't just hitting accept on all of them because it is a computer program that doesn't always understand when it's okay to break rules. No computer program can replace the intuition of a human. So there are a lot of questions on this topic of how do I be a writer? And we only covered a couple of them this time. So we're going to next time cover a few more but until we hear from you next time write selfishly
If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.